Rocky Hill Accountants offers a unique, low-pressure approach to professional and personal services, which is why they have an excellent client retention rate and are extremely proud of the high-quality services that their firm provides. The executive team at Rocky Hill Accountants has over 35 years of combined experience in income tax preparation, bookkeeping, accounting, and IT crypto tax. They specialize in individual income tax preparation, as well as trusts, estates, and gift tax returns. The tax deadline for individuals is May 17th. If you're one of the 50 million Americans who still hasn't filed, visit RockyHillAccountants.com. Welcome back to Divided We Stand. I'm Victoria Lang, along with Joe Aguirre. And don't worry, Rob will be here. He'll be here. He's just going to pop in, you know, like he does. He rolls on his like own Like he time. does. Yeah. He's, he just goes with the wind, where the wind takes him, you know. So today, this episode, I kind of wanted to center it around George Floyd because, as I'm sure everybody knows, it was a year ago. And, but... First, before we get into that, before we get into the good stuff, I wanted to talk about Joe Biden meeting up with Vladimir Putin on June 16th. Um, And even though they have some history, I don't know if anybody remembers Joe Biden calling Vladimir Putin a killer. And then he got asked about it again. And he was like, yeah, I, yep, that's what I said. Facts. Um, So they're meeting again. I think that they're trying to do some kind of reconciliation just because we are not on the best terms with them right now. So who knows how that is going to go over? Do you think that there is any forgiveness to be found? Or do you think that we should even be looking for that? Is this like worth it? Yeah, well, I think this needs to be more of a, you know, mind your business and stay out of our affairs kind of a thing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I mean, it's honestly the one thing Trump never did with Vladimir Putin was put him in his place and tell him to cut it out. But we all know why. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, you know, again, here's the other thing. This is so interesting is that despite all of the talk about the 2016 election, did you know that there was no uh, new policies put into place to prevent what happened in 2016 from happening this time around? Well, yeah. And I feel like that's been shown, right? Like, right. Like they've definitely tried to do that again. And I feel like it was even worse this time around. A million percent worse. So, and then it got blamed on us. Like we were the ones that were trying to steal the election. Right. Yes, of course. So, you know, do you think, wait, is like the messaging, that okay so you know how that whole thing started like how we stole the election do you think that that was just trump or do you think like russia had anything to do with that well so interestingly enough that is like a like a kgb tactic like that's what you do like Mm -hmm. when you're accused of something you're like no you're doing that what you know again there is a reason why there was a special counsel there's a reason why he was impeached. You know, all of Twice. all of those things. Right. But I mean, for, for the first one specifically, I mean, it was obviously related to Russia. And yeah. obviously Donald Trump's attitude towards relationship with Vladimir Putin. I think anybody you could be his biggest supporter. You would have to admit that was weird. It was like a weird, it was a weird relationship there that shouldn't be lost on anybody. Like, why, why do y'all think that is? So do you think Joe Biden meeting with him after saying stuff? I feel like Vladimir Putin, if anybody, he's not really um like a forgiving guy. He's not really that kind a murderer, of murderer. Like Joe Biden said, Joe Biden isn't, that wasn't Joe Biden opining yeah. about Vladimir Putin. I mean, everybody knows around the globe that he's a killer. That's what he does. He kills people. That's how he got into place. Um, He's a former KGB official. When Russia collapsed, 
or the Soviet Union collapsed in 1991, I mean, there was a power vacuum and and uh, 13 Russian oligarchs sort of rose through the ranks. And by the time they were done, there were like nine oligarchs and Vladimir Putin was like their their fixer. He was their Michael Cohen. Mm, nice. And the and I mean, the more he applied his KGB tactics, the more dirt he had on them, the more power he got. And then they all support him now. Mm-hmm. And I think now there's only five oligarchs left in Russia. So. Okay. Okay. So also, I just like am also. About- uh, I want to say maybe thirty journalists have been murdered uh, in the last couple of years in Russia. You yeah. know, guys, cars you, like exploded. not leave. Like it's like. Yeah, there was a there was a great one. A guy, uh, a journalist, uh, apparently jumped out of a window. Only problem was he was full of bullet holes too. Uh, that's times. not a suicide, you know, mm-hmm. make up your mind. Are you throwing him out the window or are you shooting the guy up? But yeah, uh, Joe Biden needs to tell Vladimir Putin, uh, where to go and how to get there. And I think that's pretty much what this is going to be. I like that. And you think he's going to listen? No, you think but, that? Yeah. Right. No, like, I just don't if, understand why this is listen, happening. You, because if the conversation is, you know, I talked to him, he said, no, he didn't do any of those things. We're good then that's worse. You know, you at least have to tell this guy, look, I mean, I'll say this about Obama to his credit. I mean, he did go face to face with Putin and he did tell him to knock it off. Now (laughs) it didn't work, but it certainly, you got to do it. You have to say the words. And if you don't, then, you know, you're in trouble. The Biden administration is obviously very anti-Russia, which, I mean, I think the whole Democratic platform probably is now, uh, obviously, in spite of the fact that, you know, Russia went pro-Russia for some weird odd reason, uh, only to then later defame and slander the FBI and the Justice Department as a whole. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if you're familiar with um, the situation now with William Barr. Um, oh, no, that, but yeah, please do uh, tell. Well, he's under investigation because, and as I've said for solidly over the past year and a half, that Bob Mueller's report was very specific in saying that if the president of the United States was innocent, I would have said that Mm -hmm. is what he said. Not to be in any way, shape or form to be taken to mean he's exonerated as he claimed to be. Right. And right. Bill Barr, Bill Barr uh, claimed to have read this 740-page report in a day and summarized it and did such poorly a job that Bob Mueller kind of broke with protocol and testified before Congress, wouldn't really answer many questions, but he just wanted to make clear in what he said. That if Donald Trump was innocent, he would have said that. And then he immediately pointed to the fact that there is a um, statute with the Justice Department that you cannot indict a sitting president. And that he explained very clearly in his report that this was on Congress now. This is probably something you could impeach him for. Maybe they didn't understand the words he came back to testify. I thought he laid it out for them again, quite clearly that Mm -hmm. there was an issue here with Vladimir Putin and it was pretty serious and it needed to be addressed. Did they find uh, the smoking gun of collusion? No, they didn't. But again, if people thought there was going to be like a hand, like Putin and Trump on tape, like we're colluding, that wasn't how it worked. Um, I've talked about this before. There was 122 unreported contacts. Mm -hmm. Jared Kushner had to revise his security clearance application like a dozen times uh, because he kept remembering other meetings that he had with Russians as the media was finding out about him. So there was a lot going on there with this Vladimir Putin thing, and I'm sure it had a lot to do with money. And... You know, again, when you've got a guy who's in office who is five hundred million dollars in debt and there's oil in the Arctic Circle that Vladimir Putin took Crimea Peninsula in order to get to and basically just needed someone to be like, do it. It's good. 
and never got that with Trump, though. So I don't know if there was some sort of deal and Trump was just like, you know, treated Putin like a contractor, like, no, nah, I'm just not doing it. Um, or, you know, whatever the case, you know, Trump, Trump certainly didn't come through, I think, on what his end was, mm -hmm. which might have been why, you know, I don't I think that the. I thought that the misinformation this election season was kind of lazy. I mean, yeah, thing got knocked down in like a day and it was like, now what? You know, well, it was and also then, like that is so stupid, and like it just didn't even really sure. wasn't even like a selling point. Like, even if it were like you true, have to be one of the really biggest dumbasses sense. on the planet right now, if you still think that there's something with the Hunter Biden Marisma, like that's it's so debunked, it's not even funny. They did investigate and there was nothing to find. Right. It was an FBI investigation into that. And 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 they didn't, they didn't say Hunter Biden. We would say if he right. definitely was innocent. So they didn't say Let's that just about say him. He's not not guilty. Like, right. OK. Um, but yeah, no, look, I, I mean, this is an issue. And. I think a lot's going to come out in the coming years, uh, as far as Donald Trump is concerned, Deutsche Bank. um seemed to be the only place he was doing business. Um, everybody knows there was that server between Trump Tower and Deutsche Bank. There's there's so much. There's so much, I think, to come. The Trump organization is under investigation by the Southern District of New York. They're now treating the Trump organization uh, as a criminal enterprise and investigating it in that manner. So things are not things aren't going well for Donald Trump. I mean, yeah, he's also like talking at like bar mitzvahs and stuff, bar mitzvahs. Oh, my God. But um, yeah, it's a whole lot like, I, OK, so this is the other thing that's really getting me. And I keep seeing it everywhere. People still don't believe that Joe Biden is the president. Um, 25 Americans say that Donald Trump is the two, the true president of the United States. And this is just really I don't know if I care. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know if it has any impact, but I guess that that's like my question to you. Do you think that that has literally any impact on anybody? Do you think after these four years, he's going to come back? Donald Trump is going to be old as fuck. But do you think that we're going to have somebody like him? Like who well, would come in so and take his place? It's not even, I mean, it's not even that. What I mean, what these, what these people are saying is that, Joe Biden stole the election. Well, yeah. And, you know, again, you got lunatics like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene running around, you know, still. Well, yeah, that they up. can say that, which is we talked about that a couple weeks ago about how you can just talk about anything you want and market it as news. But yeah, no, a million percent. It's insane. Um, there's no, t I mean, 53% of Republicans think that Donald Trump is the real president of the United States and that Joe Biden stole the election. And yet they're all idly just standing by, which is odd. Well, that's what I'm confused about, too. Well, that's the thing. When they actually went and did something, we also got blamed for that. Apparently, we started all the riots at the Capitol and... You know what I mean? Like they did try to do something. And that's like the biggest thing when Donald Trump actually said they stole the election. Of course, you're going to get pissed off about it. And that's why he's not allowed on anything anymore. That's why the only interview or media outlet that he's been allowed on is what his some his daughter in law's podcast or something, because yeah. you can't just say that because people really believe it. And then they go do something like that. Because yeah, there has well, been no proof that it was incited by Antifa. <laughs> no, there was there was no Because that's been investigated too. Everything like that, everything that's been talked about like that, there's always an investigation and it always comes out to be not true. Right. Yes. And then you know what happens? Everybody just moves on. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah that's but the that's problem. what's I feel like that's what might be the problem about, okay, so I get that everybody moves on and it can be really awful in some instances because obviously when tragedies happen and stuff like that, it's like not good to move on. But like something like this, why are we not moving on from this? Why do people still believe 
that he should have won or that he has any kind of say because that's another like subsector of it people not only believe that he won people believe that he still like has say in what's going on and is trying to make decisions and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah yeah well it's it's you know this is when when people talk about cnn and i people are like, what do you want cnn no i i don't watch cnn i i don't need to um and and what people confuse for the news and 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 the difference between the news and talk shows you know i could go on for hours about how little people seem to get any of this or, or even understand it you've got literally news organizations that are giving bad information out to people and it's fox news and it's newsmax and it's uh one america network and it's bad and you're feeding into people's fears and you're telling them things that just are factually not true you know 65 court cases we've been over that a million times now if there was the news media is not divided. There's one side of the news that's telling mostly the news. Again, we, where does CNN run into trouble? I'll tell you where they run into trouble, right? They'll do like a breaking news story and be like, only 2% of male teachers in America are black. Hmm. Now, is that an issue? Sure. Is that a breaking news issue of some crisis? No. Um, and are you going to solve it in, in a 20-minute debate on CNN? No. No. Um, so sometimes they treat things in a really poor way. Um, during the last election before Elizabeth Warren dropped out, I don't know if you know this or not, but on her website, she was fighting for transgendered prisoners to have federally funded sex change operations to become. And there were like 600 inmates that this affected. In the entire country, 600 inmates mm-hmm. in a country of 360 million voters. You're I mean, you know, when you talk about identity politics and turning people off, I mean, who thinks that's a good idea? Yeah, you're right. in jail. I don't care what you what you want to be now. You lost all your rights. You just. Well, it's not even just that. It's like instead of taking care of all of the other things that need to be taken care of, like there are prisons in the United States that people don't even have their own beds in it, where prisoners are getting treated like animals, where they don't even have proper living conditions. And you're worried about the 600 inmates who need sex changes. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that's absolutely absurd. It's like, let's get everything else under control and then we'll maybe figure it out right I, you know I, yeah listen i'm finding less and less donald trump supporters around me and, and not that i've changed friends or anything i mean they're just not as enthused as they used to be about this guy mm. and they're still very anti the left because you know liberalism is apparently some sort of mental disorder and they're voting for not as much Donald Trump or conservatism or Mitch McConnell's agenda as they just think liberalism is what I just said about Elizabeth Warren, like making sure that transgendered prisoners get federally paid for with our tax dollar sex changes while they're in prison for right. committing a crime. You feed into that, like, you know, you're, you're weak on security and you're weak on law enforcement when you're, you know, letting, well, if the inmate wants to, they can do whatever they like that kind of, no, stop that stuff. You know, when you, when you start getting into like that really nitty gritty identity politics, it generally turns off white dudes and that's a big voting block. And I think they tend to scamper to, you know, that idea of like, well, we're going to keep everything like it used to be, you know, yeah. good old days. like, yeah, I like that yeah. guy. The good old days sounds good. What is all this crazy nonsense going on? So, again, I, I was saying this on Rob's show the other night, Victoria, that, you know, to be viewed as a progressive in this country, as in someone who's looking to move the kick, the kick the ball forward. Mm. Right. To to make society and your economy and your way of life better. Right. You're like a lunatic. You're like a 
right? You're Bernie Sanders. You're like, look at that fruitcake. What is he talking <laughs> about? We could never pay for that. We've got money to bail out, you know, 20 or 30 of like the, the biggest capitalist funds in the country when they went right. bankrupt in 2008. Uh, I think there's money for a lot of things. Right. And to me, again, you know, as things that I see would be beneficial to society, like education, you're already paying for them to go to high school. Keep these idiots in school for four more years. Let's teach them something or send them to a trade school and then kick them out and get them moving. People with jobs don't commit crimes. You kind of don't need to. You kind of need to not get arrested so you don't lose your job. That's sort of how the real world works. When you've got the opportunity and the education, there's less crime. So now you've solved two problems. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree that if there is more education, there is less crime because that is like pretty much the root of all of it. And then everybody, there's like absolutely no resources. And then you wonder why these people are selling drugs or doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's absolutely, it's absurd, but I guess that's another topic. What do you think the percentage of high school dropouts is to gang membership? Like um, how many, how many valedictorians do you think are in gangs? Right, I'm sure exactly. Listen, and I'm sure there's a, I, I don't mean to disc gang members. I'm sure they're very bright fellas in mm -hmm. some cases. I some suppose. of them are the brightest fellas and that's the saddest part. Sure. <laughs> I think that again, you're going to find that like the valedictorian in like Compton is not in a gang. He's trying to get the hell out of there. You know, um, that's, I think generally how that works. Right. So opportunity when there's opportunity there's no reason to be in a gang there's no reason to break into people's houses when you have a job and you and you have money and you're getting a livable wage for people to suggest like that's some sort of like socialist communist fantasy it's free like school. well <laughs> yeah it's it's not and and right listen again what does free school mean harvard and yale aren't going to be free we're not just mm -hmm. like letting anybody go anywhere i mean who but cares like, if why are community colleges not we pay for the state schools here in Connecticut? That's right, they're exactly. all funded with our tax dollars. So just then take education, the tuition money too. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I like pretty much pay for school that I like can't even afford to enroll myself right. in. You know what I mean? Sure. Why can't the, why can't the government fund that? That's not a bad idea. Well, who's gonna decide what to teach them? Well, we'll just teach them facts. Well, you know, I just don't understand why the first 12 years could be free. Why well, can the I'm first saying. 12 years be free and then not? Like, where does that come in? Well, when the Department of Education formed, their charter was like that they were going to provide, um, um, uh, you know, like a basic education to the eighth grade. And then somewhere along the way, decided to extend that to like four years, mm. uh, you know, vocational, technical, agricultural sort of a, you know, four years after that because people used to just go to eighth grade and then that was that mm -hmm. kind of the end of it so you know again i i mean i say this to people all the time here's the other thing people who don't commit crimes people who have money and are healthy right, right. uh when you have all of those things you'll see a uh, people are worried about how much health care is going to cost well if everybody has health care and they can go to the doctor when they're sick and not wait eight months, 10 months, a year, and then go when it's too late. People would be healthier. Right? Yeah. Educated people who are smart and understand science know when they're sick, they should go to the doctor. And they're more likely to do that than people who just believe on faith. Um, so I think the more educated your society is, the more likely they are to not join gangs and to not commit crimes and to not uh be dreads on society but you got to invest in that it's like a good business you invest in the business you're going to see it pay off in the long run and i i think people but don't it shouldn't people, be that way people, but the people who are like i like trump he runs things like a business that's how i would run my business if i was donald trump i would invest in the people uh so that i had a good solid workforce Mm. You know, of people again. I mean, raising the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour—what a joke! What you a think? joke! That's still that's still peanuts. Oh that's my god! I thought that you were upset about still, it, like on the other. It's still an embarrassingly low. Again, it's like when the the Democrats were like, 
these stupid Republicans only want to give you $500 for sitting at home. We want to give you two grand. That doesn't pay one month of my mortgage. Thanks anyway. $2,000. I've been sitting home for a year for two grand. Come on, really? I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that's what we were. We had negotiated on. I don't like that at all. So. And I saw this you know. video today of this girl. She's like a doctor. And like she said, she was a massage therapist, too. And she was all upset because apparently McDonald's announced that they're going to be paying their workers $17 an hour. I don't know how true that is, but that's what she was reacting to. And she was just basically saying my licenses, my school, everything that I do is basically pointless now because um, these McDonald's workers are making a living wage. But Allow I me to explain right. how supply and demand works. First of all, if you're paying people at McDonald's $17 an hour. Does that mean the Big Mac's going to be 10 bucks? No. No, because you wouldn't go there anymore if all of the food was way more expensive. You would go somewhere better. Mm -hmm. If you could go to like Five Guys and pay the same price as you're paying for a Big Mac, you would go to Five Guys every time. Mm -hmm. it, there would be, it'd be an, a no-brainer. So the Big Mac, you're only going to pay a certain amount of money for that in any way, shape, or form. You're not paying more than like six bucks for a Big Mac. Right. Okay. If they start charging 10, you're going to a better burger joint and getting a real burger made of real meat, not that shit that they slop you. So now let's just say all these people with high, these high educations are like, fuck it. I'm just going to go work at McDonald's. That's easy. Right. Because, again, this is what Republicans think of people who are educated, that they're also lazy and they don't want to work. That's why they get philosophy degrees. They want to just sit around and think, idiots. Um, so EMTs is one of my favorite examples, right? So EMTs make $17 an hour, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, they're just all going to quit and go work at McDonald's. Well, guess what, EMT company? Gonna have to pay twenty dollars an hour now. Right, that's what I'm saying. Hey, you should have a problem hey, with your employer. Hey, guess what? Nurse in the ER that makes twenty four dollars an hour, you're getting twenty eight. PA, right. you're getting you're getting forty five. Take issue Everybody's with your employer and those people, not the McDonald's workers who are just trying to afford to live. Yes, in order to keep your employment at any of the jobs. Going over McDonald's to EMT to uh, emergency room technician to nurse. to I mean, everyone's salary is going to have to go up because they're going to have to pay more. That's a win for us. Mm -hmm. Democrats and Republicans, the little guy, the middle class. That's a win for us. Right. But they don't want to see it that way. That. You're going to pull business out of work. Why does Walmart have like 80% of its workforce on on, a, like on, on, uh, on state benefits? Seriously. They're not. I mean, Walmart can't afford to pay more. In, are you serious? Have you seen the way those disgusting people live? Give me a break. Give me a break. Pay your I workers know. more. If, if you have workers that are on state benefits, you should be fined that amount of money triple. You really think I yes, here's here's what I think. Right. When people are worried about, like, you know, what what sort of government involvement? Because you can't listen. You can't have an economy that where business is unrestricted because, you know, what the first two things they do is Victoria. Mm. First thing they do is they start polluting the water and they start polluting the air. Right. Because when they Wait, that's like real. That's like a real thing. Yeah. Listen, you know how much money is spent on waste and waste management? When you're like, you could just dump it in the river. Like, just open the drain. We're saving millions of dollars. We'll just dump it into these idiots drinking water. We don't live here. Oh, they don't my care. God. And again, right away. I mean, listen, it's, it's much easier to, like, burn things, like, not in an environmentally friendly way. When you right, weigh those right, restrictions. Right. Well, biz profits are going up. Well, yeah, they're just dumping into the water. Of course, profits are going up. But if profits are going up, then they should all be able to pay more money. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's Oh, crazy. the economy's at a record high. We're pulling in all this money. Well, then pay your workers more. Right. What I mean, what is the issue here? I don't understand this. And again, for anybody who's like a Republican, if you're not a millionaire, this is I'm talking to you real quick. All of these democratic policies are to your benefit.
Absolutely. Unless you're literally now, in the top percent. This is important. There's a caveat here. If you agree that you like those things, it does not mean that you support Hillary Clinton. It does not mean you love Joe Biden. It does not mean Che Guevara is your hero. It does not mean you have to read Karl Marx. It means you understand what Donald Trump should have done and ran this country like a business mm -hmm. by investing in education and job opportunity. You want to clean up the streets, educate people, get them jobs. Right. All your problems are solved. That's Talk how you do it. Messaging with the Democrats, they were worried about all lives matter and all that stuff. I feel like we, a lot of the times we like dump on the Democrats because I'm not going to lie. We have awful um, messaging tactics and stuff like that. But like, I just feel like they would have gotten so much further and everything that they bitch and moan about now, when it comes to Joe Biden, if Donald Trump would have handled it, none of this would have been Joe Biden's problem. Because it was supposed to have been handled in the four years that he was in office. That's why everything's so whatever now. But everybody fails to acknowledge that. We talked about it so much before he even got into office that we knew that this was going to happen. All the blame was going to be on Joe Biden for everything. Now the gas price is almost $4 and it's Joe Biden's fault, of course. I just, there's no winning. Yeah, you know, again, I've had, I've had so many of those people say uh hey uh are you like paying 450 gallon? first of all i mean i'm not paying anywhere near that where are you getting gas from yeah mine is like at most 309 right now yeah i think that's what i paid yesterday 309 mm -hmm. so no one's paying four and a half thousand gallon now was there a, a hacking uh that affected the price of gas down south that is a fact what that's is what is that like what happened um it just uh, somehow the oil getting out got delayed oh okay okay massive shortages and what happens when people hear a shortage everybody goes out and starts filling up their gas tank and you run out of gas and then they start charging five dollars a gallon for gas because people these small business owners the, the backbone of america you ever notice as soon as there's a crisis they immediately price gouge right exactly Small business Saturday. Backbone. As long as it's not during a crisis where you'd be paying double. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, you, you can't rely on Victoria businesses doing the right things. You can't rely on businesses giving people uh, benefits and health care and days off and any chance of advancement or a livable wage. To, to not expect businesses to do that is. That's insane. Well, it's like, why are we working for these people? Why can't we all just right. start growing stuff? Let's grow our own food. I'll just walk everywhere. I'll ride my bike. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, Coastal Pipeline got cyber hacked with their computers to maintain the gas. And so, again, the gas <laughs> was inaccessible and people, people lost their minds. Nothing to do with Joe Biden. And again, the president, Donald Trump, the prices didn't go up or down because of Donald Trump. That's... Uh, and not even Donald Trump's tweets affect gas prices. I explained this a few weeks back. It's Iran and Saudi Arabia um, going tit for tat, yeah. raising and lowering the price of oil. Um, as and they're like in a in a in a they're bitter enemies, and that's that's why the price goes up and down. So people don't need to worry about that now. Uh, Joe Biden though still refuses to talk about uh, the crisis at the border, although he did slip up. Um, and say there was a crisis but so can you briefly yeah. just like give a rundown of like what is going on there well yeah there's uh there's a lot of action at the border and um you know there's like a serious overflow issue and, yeah um i i mean they don't i haven't really heard too much about it lately but they were just pressed the other day again on whether or not they would call it a crisis. This is what it's come down to in this country, right? I'm going to like, crisis, it's a crisis. Um, and I, I read the definition of a crisis a couple weeks ago. What is a crisis? It's a situation that requires a solution. Right. It's all a crisis is. There's a situation at the border and it needs a resolution. Is that a crisis? Absolutely. By definition, yes, it is. And do we have one? We sure do. Mm -hmm. Is it a bad problem? 
No, I mean it's no, but it making, is for the people who are there, though. Like, let's talk about making that. the news at this point. So again, I would say to anybody, how is that crisis at the border affecting your life at all? I mean, it's not affecting my life. Anybody, I don't think it's affecting necessarily anybody's life. But it's also like when you see like a homeless person with a dog, it's like, yeah, that's not me, but it's really sad, and maybe we should help them out. You know what I mean? I do. So it's like, that's why I feel like it needs more news coverage and all that kind of stuff. You know, anyways, I do think that it's a crisis for shiz. Um, I see that there's a lot of uh, talk in the chat here about UFOs. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk. We can touch on that. So I'm honestly unfamiliar about it, but I've been hearing about it all weekend the ufos so and to look at some kind of constellation but i have no idea what is going on so look here's the thing we don't know i mean they're unidentified flying objects and they're probably man-made by a human yeah, yeah whether yeah. it's some sort of stealth uh, whether it's some sort of stealth fighter or, you know, whatever have you, whether it's Russia or China or, I don't know, North Korea, somebody doing it. Um, I don't think it's aliens from another planet because <laughs> of think? the. Well, so, Victoria, here's the thing. Here's here's the problem with that. As we know, the universe is expanding. And things are really far away. And unless there's something in our orbit that we somehow can't see, I've heard I've heard rumors that there's a dwarf, a, a, a dwarf star that actually uh, rotates with our sun. We can't see it, but they hypothesize it could be there. Most suns like we have have a dwarf that uh, rotates with it. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's never been seen. We don't know if it's there. Um, could there be some planet hidden in the solar system? I mean, at this point, be it's possible. I think it's highly unlikely. So the idea that some civilization would be so much more far, farly advanced than us at this point in time to be able to fly again in a universe that's constantly moving away from it, you you have to fly even further. I mean, that's why they measure things in light years. Uh, you know, things are astronomically so far away from one another. For someone to, A, have even found this planet, the third rock from the sun, how would you even know to find us? There, You know what I mean? Just even, again, just the way Neptune and Mercury and Venus are set up, do you know why we don't get it by asteroids? Because mm. they do. Um, and and the, the way that they're gas planets, so they don't take impact. Everything that comes in their path gets destroyed uh, or, or vaporized. And so those three planets protect us. And Mars is um, blocking the sun enough to make it so that we don't melt. It's, I mean, again, to find Earth in this mess, you'd have to know you were looking for it. Um, and so, no, I don't, I don't believe that there's aliens. Um, I do believe that, that there are countries that are running secret experiments and they're testing all sorts of new stealthy uh, vehicles. Hmm. So there hasn't been any. I keep hearing that they like basically said on the news that there was aliens. Is that like a thing? Is that like what they said? Um. So I can tell you right now. Um. Kimberly is about to join us. She Loves is it. very. Yeah, she comes. She seems like she's very well versed. Howdy, Kimberly. Kimberly, <laughs> what is the latest on? Did they actually find an alien of some sort? Okay, so this is what from my research, because I'm all into this stuff, and you get I'm like waiting for you guys to talk about it. <laughs> Back in December in 2020, when they put out the bill for that stimulus package, it's over 500 and something pages. And at towards the end of it, they mentioned that they needed a certain amount of trillions of dollars for an advanced aerial threat from foreign ambassadors. What? <laughs> Wait, so. so. Yes. I got this from, um, I was on a clubhouse event 
with some panelists and there are UFO investigators. They, there are some that are very well known that were on this clubhouse event. And one of them mentioned that there has been documents from way back decades. You could maybe 40, 50, maybe even 70 years of classified from the Secretary of Defense, CIAs, all of them up there in the government. Now there's this disclosure that's going to be coming out next month to finally say, hey, yes, unidentified flying objects because they have it recorded. Video, they have unexplained things. So now it's being revealed and there is something that happened recently in Brazil. I'm doing more research on it, but it was mentioned that how the government came in and was able to fire back and caused this thing to crash and took some beings. So I was just reading um, that there, uh, there's, so there's been three instances that the U S Navy has reported on. So again, here's my problem. I, I think these are these are definitely well so let me tell you about the Navy things these three Navy sightings and these are these are released videos but for some reason these aliens can only be seen by infrared cameras which is bizarre well there's some that can be and there's some that have been in plain sight I'm talking about, sure, sure. Listen, we we for as long as we've been talking about aliens and alien sightings, the evidence is still extremely light as far as aliens are concerned, right? I mean, since and, and Kimberly, I know you know this better than anybody. I mean, since since the early days of humans, there's been hieroglyphics and cave drawings. Yes. indicating things coming down from space yes but that was also in an era where comets were still hitting the earth with regularity which is no longer uh the case that we're dealing with so who knows who knows what they saw again there's no you would think after thousands of years of aliens coming to earth that we'd be a little bit more than like x-files like I believe, you know, like I, I, I'm shocked that there's no evidence, but again, the idea that our universe is, is constantly moving. It's throttling through time and space, like quickly, mm -hmm. it would be so hard for another species of intelligence somewhere in this universe to form a civilization and somehow in, I mean, it's taken, you know, we're, what, 12,000 years of, you know, living like this, basically. Um, in in that time span, they've come eons ahead of us technologically. You know, we we can't even fly to the moon anymore. Like, it's it's so cost uh, uh, prohibitive. We don't even fly to the moon anymore. Can you imagine there's somewhere in the galaxy what there's like this empire of of little aliens that are like, they're they're just rolling in money and resources, and they're like, "Let's fly to Earth." But what if they don't need money or resources? What if they figured then it why, out where they do it? Why right? would you ever come here? Here's the other they're thing, and I've brought this up before. This is where you got to throw the God thing out the window, mm -hmm. and you got to realize who and what we are. We are mammals. There's a whole lot of us on this planet. There's reptiles, there's amphibians, there's insects, there's fish. We're mammals. The, we, we think we're something special. And in our minds, we imagine there's some other intelligent species like us somewhere else, parallel universes and all that. And we could certainly talk about that sometime. That might be fun. But yeah, that would be. Um, 
in there the grand other universes, though. We're so well, small minded. Of course, we they, couldn't listen, even grasp at the speed the, that the this infinity. universe is moving. Anything seems like it could be possible. You know, ten dimensions, and there's there's a lot that we don't know. Yes, there's a lot we don't know. There's a lot we do know, but after like twelve thousand years. The it evidence on extraterrestrials visiting us from outside our solar system, outside of our of the Milky Way galaxy, more specifically, there's just no evidence of that. And it, it would seem to me scientifically to be an impossibility to get here. But there is writings in cuneiform writings. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That are on tablets. And that goes not, it goes beyond 12,000. It goes 45, 95,000 years of writings of how we were made, why we were made. We were mm -hmm. created to be primitive workers, to be slaves, to dig the gold. The earth is so valuable. And I believe there's other beings that are coming in, checking us out, seeing how we're doing. And they're like, nope, they're not ready for us to show up. They're still being stupid. But they're watching, observing how, because there is effects going on in Earth. Kimberly, do me a favor. I know what you're talking about. And I could tell from her face, Victoria doesn't. Do you want to explain the Anunnaki while you're, oh. I mean, you might as well. <laughs> We, we, we've right. got some time before the show ends. Why don't you why don't you start there and explain? Because, again, Victoria, uh, you know, there there are many references to aliens uh, in, in the ancient Sumerian uh, writings. Yeah. Um, and and they and yeah, writings, drawings. They um, did inventory records. There was math, mathematics, astrology. There are so many things that they started and created in their recordings. Mm -hmm. So, and what they wrote was these Anunnaki, these, and an Anunnaki means beings from the sky that fell from the sky. So okay. they, if you could picture yourself way back then, and you see something coming from the sky, you would think it was probably a god. Mm -hmm. So that's what they portrayed them to be. But they were creating them, our ancestors, to be primitive workers. To dig gold. Because that's what they needed for their planet called Nibiru. And, they and where is Nibiru? Excuse me? Where is Nibiru? Oh my God, you're going to ask me where Nibiru is? It's way out there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, like, I'd she have knows to how many light that. years. It's this again. This is my only problem with this story is my question would be, and the one that I, I, because I, I love the story and I love this information. Where is Nibiru? What I, and why, and why suddenly are they all set on the resources? They were apparently in dire straits. Now they're fine. Everything worked out. Or do they die out? It could be even See, better that's problem. the question I asked. What happened to their planet? Because yeah. here's the thing. From my understanding, in the Sumerian writing, what's one year to them is 3,600 years to us based on their, what do you mean, a time and travel and whatnot, light years and whatnot. So, and that 3,600 years I think it's going to be another 1500 before the to come back based on the last time they uh -oh. were here on earth from the calculations from so far what I've been researching and studying and reading on. And it's very fascinating and it just made me question even more things, you know, because some of them are even mentioned in the Bible. And I'm like, oh, wait, hold up a second. This all makes more sense now. So it's fascinating, but you have to have an open mind. And it just started with me with asking an honest question. And then it just led to this rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I believe UFOs have been, was here first. And there was many different beings here. 
And Victoria, the look on your face right what? now no, I is look good. one of bewilderment. <laughs> do you do you know any of this, by the way? No, but yeah. I I do now. I'm learning. I'm <laughs> um no. So listen, <laughs> I, I think here here's the problem, right? If 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 you were to have shown up, um, right. Everybody know the story of Cortez when he came and 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 met the uh, the Aztecs, right? They were yeah, ex they yeah. saw this guy and they were like, "Oh my goodness, this is a god." He was from Europe. Calm down, you know what I mean. So I think a lot of the times, <laughs> yes. it's you know we we talked about um you know the story of of the great flood. There was a flood, literally in Samaria. Mm -hmm. because the ice age had just ended. There was a giant glacier that was melting and the water was rising and it eventually uh, caused those people to have to flee. And, uh, you know, it is what that's it is. Noah's story gets a little. That's, that's the Noah great flood story. It, 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 kind yeah. of, it kind of adds right. up there. Um, but it, again, the, the, the details on aliens is not, strong there's because we don't we don't know what they saw we don't understand what they were thinking it was and what was oh you know what God. i mean so no that's but, fine but wait hold on. it explains a lot of things about the crop circles and the pyramids that man could not make i'm sorry there had been somebody else to help with that and the pyramids are distinctively designed and and in positions that align with the stars, I find, and they're in different continents. Like I only knew about um, Giza, Pyramid of Giza. Then I come to find out there's other pyramids in Peru and and Mexico, and then um, like so many others. I'm like, well, that's fascinating. Why, why are these pyramids? And there's three of them in different places. And then you got the crop circles. And then there's other designs that you can't see unless you're in the air. And it looks like, I kid you not, uh, air, air flight strip. Like you're coming in or you're going to take off in other parts of the country. And it's fascinating. And there's like, you can't see them unless you're in the air of these drawings. I'm like, who in the hell drew them? They've been here for thousands of years. So it leads me to question, is there other beings out there? I'm seeing enough evidence to say there's something else going on here. Maybe there's more than we realize and we're just thinking so small-minded. And what if they've been trying to help us all this time? Can you imagine? What well, so here, here's the other thing, Victoria, and I find this super interesting. And again, this sort of feeds into the story was, you know, we were, as I said, we were just mammals, just one of the great apes, uh, an offspring of the great apes. And then all of a sudden, and uh, we we really don't know why. And I think science more or less has come to the conclusion that when, when humans started cooking food, um, stomach shrank, brain grew. And I think just the camaraderie of sitting around waiting for food to cook you just start getting social that way. Mm -hmm. um, and that that's sort of what spawned us to live like socially and, and, and to sort of enjoy each other's company, our appreciation for arts and math and music and that sort of stuff. That's an interesting, that bit of culture, like, and again, in the Sumerian writings, they suggest that the Anunnaki actually introduced us to that stuff. So Weird. We don't really know where it came from or how, but again, just like with the story of, of Noah, the story's never quite what it sounds like it is. So, you know, did aliens come down or, you know, were, were it people from, you know, the, the upper shelf in Russia that came down from the upper steps could have been that too. There was a whole different species of humans uh, that were living up that way. You know, and, and then, Neanderthals had already gone to all of the greater uh, northern European area. There was when when humans came along, Victoria, there were other species of human. Like out all over the world already. Mm -hmm. And so, what 
Not from, special. Um, from my understanding, uh, between Inki, there was Anu, who was the king of the Anunnaki pantheons from their planet. They came down here and they stationed themselves like way stations, like a military organization. Now you have to understand back in those times, you know, the United States wasn't where it was now. It was pretty much a cluster of all these continents together. And then, then they started fighting against each other. But from my understanding, when I was reading this, they took the Homo erectus DNA and mixed their DNA to make a Homo sapien. Hmm. And that's how the human race was the human beings were created, but then they came into a problem. They weren't reproducing and they wanted these primitive workers. So they had to go back and do some reconstruction. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on people in the government being aliens? Oh like on God. that whole theory? I don't know about so much of being aliens, but I know I just got done listening to, or was I watching something about the, I guess the white extremist. Mm -hmm. And there was this young girl that did an interview and she goes, they're not wearing hoodies. They're wearing slacks. They're doctors. They're congressmen. They're EMTs. They're police officers. To me, that's like more the aliens. I honestly, oh. I I couldn't really tell you, but it's, you know, it's just as alarming. Hmm. Oh, wow. We thank you so much for being on here tonight. Um, you're more than welcome. Next month, because it's coming out. I'm, I'm waiting patiently to see what kind of bullshit they're going to dish out. Us too, for sure. And now that oh, we know more. Oh, my God. I think it's going to be a whole lot of nothing. That's what usually we get when the government gives us reports. So we'll see. We'll see how that. By the way, I don't know who slipped that into the stimulus bill, but I like it. They did. And, but because they want more money. Yeah. And I'm like, why do we need more money for defense? Yeah. I, I don't know about that. I guess we need more money for aliens. Well, That's we have space force now, so we're on our way. <laughs> um so next imagine if imagine if space force comes back to save the day in the future we're like thank god for donald trump what a hero <laughs> maybe that's what this was all for who knows imagine yeah there'll be well, statues of trump 20 years from now statues of trump in his space force uniform well, we know the government is not all 100% authentic and has integrity and uses honesty in the yeah. house. Kimberly, thank you so much. I, you, you know that we're, we're going to have you back at some point. You already know. You can just leave a comment. We'll add you right on. <laughs> thank well, you. We'll see you soon. On the phone. So I was like, wait, what about this? What about this? Oh my gosh. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, Victoria. Um, Thanks, next. Joe. Thank you, Kimberly. You're awesome. As <laughs> always, appreciate it. Um, so next, I just really wanted to quickly address everything that was happening today. So I'm sure everybody has heard on the news or through something that there was gunshots fired today at George Floyd's memorial, even though we are exactly a year Um pretty much out of this. I don't want to say out of it because Derek Chauvin just got convicted and I still, obviously there will never be justice for him or his family. He's like not coming back. So today there were only one person got injured. I believe or only one person got taken to the hospital. There could have been more injuries, but they could have just chosen not to go. But it seems like the person's going to survive vibe it but they caught it on the news and it was like really scary there was reporters and stuff like that saying there's gunshots everybody was told to shelter in place and to 
you know, be protected and stuff. There was huge threats going on, but it seemed like within the next couple hours, everything was back to normal. Like nothing happened. This is becoming such a normal thing. And I also want to address that in this past year, since George Floyd has passed, there have been so many more accounts of police brutality that was not the last. We're not even nearing an ending when I think it comes to the fight on that. I think that everybody needs to keep talking about that. And just because it's been a year, it doesn't mean that. Well, we're still over. debating. We're still debating. There's still a whole side of this argument that thinks that, you know, if you just listen to the cop, they won't kill you. Oh, I know. So, I mean, I think, I don't know, maybe. I, I Again, how do you get 53% of Republicans to believe that Joe Biden won the election? How do you convince 58% of Republicans that the police shouldn't kill people? It's not That's not how this works. And it's, it's like that stuff goes that. so hand in hand. And it's so unfortunate that people's being police brutality is politicized. Do you know what I mean? Sure. You won't it's find just, a Trump supporter that's like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. You will not. It shouldn't. It, and, and it shouldn't. I, again, you know, I say to the people that are like, you know, more white people are killed than by the police to blacks. Well, that we should be pissed about that, too. Right. Why are the cops killing Nobody all these should be people? killing anybody. Right. Exactly. Uh, listen. I I I I don't want to pick on law enforcement because I do that a little bit sometimes. I it's a tough job. If somebody pulls a gun on you and you fear for your life, officer, blow them away. That's but what also you do. should have that training. You shouldn't just be fearing for your life from just right. some guy. Like there needs to be there. That's where the confusion lies. Yeah, but to Victoria, like. how about that Dallas cop who feared for her life shooting a bullet into the wrong apartment? It, she thought she was in her apartment. I mean, that's she feared insane. for her life. It's like, but he, that guy feared for his. Some lady was in his house shooting him. What are you right. talking about? So, yeah, I look, instead of defunding the police, I think we should retrain and refund the police. Well, it's like, why? And, and make sure we have good people who are not racially biased, who are not um, hot tempered, and who can. Um, do the job right. I feel like there needs to be some kind of like a test, like ethics test before you are certified to be a police officer. And I feel like you should need to go to some kind of school other than a, what is it? 12 week program. If that. Yes. You should. I mean, that's important. You're I think we need to get back to community policing too, though. I think we need more police, not less. I just mm. think we need police that are more active, who are more involved and invested in the community. Because when that happens, typically speaking, you find that um, people feel comfortable talking to the police. There's less instances because well, everybody knows everybody. Well, I think that that goes hand in hand with like, there needs to be more education all around. There needs to be, you know what I mean? Things that there are certain things. And I feel like we've been seeing this a lot recently and it's really unfortunate, but especially in my town, there have been like a lot of overdoses and stuff like that. And ones that have could have been prevented if they would have just gone to the police. But that kind of, I guess, information isn't readily available that it's like, if you go get your friend help that you won't get arrested. Or if you like situations like that, I feel like there's not enough education surrounding the police. And I, it's a lot of the times because of instances like this, you never know what's going to happen. The police yeah, well, themselves aren't even educated it, on it. We, when murder got to be like a partisan issue, I think that's where things kind of went off the rails a little bit, a little bit too much. So, you know, we, we, we need to get that back. I think. 100% agreed. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for watching. You already know next month. Next month's going to be June, right? Yeah. Wow. Geez. Yeah. It's going to be Pride Month, baby. So you already know we'll probably do something special, super fun, gay, and amazing for that. So thank you so much for watching. Sorry, Rob never joined. I kind of lied on that one. What are you going to do? But no, I think that was a Rob. That's a Rob thing right there. Shady. <laughs> Big Rob. Rob shady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can catch us on www.clovercrestmedia.com. Facebook, we on there. SoundCloud, Spotify. 
We on a whole nine yards. iTunes, listen to me while you in the gym, while you doing whatever. Put me on your radio, speaker in your house, while you're taking a shower. I could be there with you. You already know. Just gave you it. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>